Alright, let's look at the hadith now. حدثنا عبد الله بن يوسف أخبرنا مالك عن مخرمة بن سليمان عن كريب مولى بن عباس أنه أخبره So we have over here a narration that Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنه He informed who? Kurayb. So from Kurayb, who is Kurayb? Mawla, the freed slave of Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنه Alright? And you should be familiar with these names because Kurayb is a very common name when it comes to hadith literature. Right? There's many hadith that he has reported from Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنه and Kurayb is his freed slave. So, أَنَّهُ أَخْبَرَهُ Ibn Abbas informed him عن عبد الله بن عباس رضي الله عنهما أنه بات عند ميمونة أم المؤمنين Ibn Abbas informed him that he spent the night in the house of Maymuna رضي الله عنها Who is Maymuna رضي الله عنها أم المؤمنين The mother of the believers رضي الله عنها وهي خالته And she was his maternal aunt So Ibn Abbas is spending the night in the house of who? His aunt. Because he was a traveler? He was traveling? He was visiting? No. Ibn Abbas lived in Medina. Maymuna radiallahu anha lived in Medina. So why is he sleeping at her house? His parents didn't have a bed for him? Like what's going on here? Because he wanted to. That's what children want sometimes. Right? They just want to sleep at their aunt's place with, you know, at their cousins. Children like to do that. And Maymuna radiallahu anha is Ummul Mu'mineen, the wife of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Now children usually want to have sleepovers. Why? For fun. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu is still a young boy. Why does he want to sleep in the house of Maymuna radiallahu anha? We'll find out. So, qala he said, فَاتَّجَعْتُ when it was time to sleep, فَاتَّجَعْتُ So I lay down عَلَىٰ عَرْضِ الْوِسَادَةِ On the عَرْض of, عَرْض is the width, okay, of the wisada. What is wisada? Bed. Wisada basically is used for a pillow or a cushion. Alright? So it's referring to the bed. So the bed, think of a rectangle. So he's sleeping not lengthwise but widthwise on the edge. So he said that فَاتَّجَعْتُ عَلَىٰ عَرْضِ الْوِسَادَةِ وَاتَّجَعَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَأَهْلُهُ فِي طُولِهَا And the Prophet وسلم, and his wife, Maymuna anha, they both lay down, how? Lengthwise. So you understand how, how this is happening? The Prophet وسلم, and his wife are laying down lengthwise on the bed. And he is either on the side of their head or on the side of their feet. But which way? Which way? Crossway. You understand? So he's not lying down next to them. You understand? He's lying down either at their head or their feet. And that's, I mean, possible because he must have been short. So that's where he lay down. فَنَامَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم. He said to the Prophet وسلم, He slept حَتَّى انْتَصَفَ اللَّيْلُ Until half of the night had passed أو قبله بقليل Or just a little before it أو بعده بقليل Or a little after it So either half of the night Or a little less or more 
You understand? This is exactly what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the Prophet sallallahu to do. That stand in the prayer at night, قُمِ اللَّيْلَ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا How much? نِصْفَهُ أَوْ زِدْ مِنْهُ قَلِيلًا No. So there is the zid and there is also the unqus. Right? So there is the add or reduce. Both options are there. So that's exactly what happened over here. ثُمَّ اسْتَيْقَضَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فَجَلَسَ So when this part of the night had passed, the Prophet ﷺ woke up. And when he woke up, he sat up. And when he sat up, فَمَسَحَ النَّوْمَ عَنْ وَجْهِهِ بِيَدِهِ He wiped off the sleep from his face. How? With his hand. He used his hand to wipe off the sleep from his face. ثُمَّ قَرَأَ الْعَشْرَ آيَاتِ Then he recited ten verses. Which ten verses? خَوَاتِيمَ سُورَةِ آلِ عِمْرَانِ The last ten verses of Surah Ali Imran. إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ ثُمَّ قَامَ إِلَى شِنٍ مُعَلَّقَةٍ Then he got up and he went towards a shin that was مُعَلَّقَةٍ مُعَلَّقَةٍ It was hanging. So what's a shin? Not the English one. Hmm? What is it? A water skin. So a water skin, it's like a bag of leather in a way. Uh, and there was water in it, and it was hanging. So he got up, and he went towards it. فَتَوَضَّأَ مِنْهَا And then he made wudu from it. فَأَحْسَنَ وُضُوءَهُ And he performed his wudu in an excellent way. ثُمَّ قَامَ يُصَلِّي Then he got up to pray. قَالَ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ بْنُ عَبَّاسٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا Abdullah bin Abbas said that فَقُمْتُ So I also got up فَصَنَعْتُ مِثْلَ مَا صَنَعَ And I did exactly what he had done. What? He sat up, rubbed his face with his hands, recited the last ten verses of Surah Ali Imran, went to the Shindin Mu'allaqa, did wudu, and then he went and joined the Prophet ﷺ in prayer. ثُمَّ ذَهَبْتُ Then I went, فَقُمْتُ إِلَى جَنْبِهِ And I stood on his side. فَوَضَعَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ يَدَهُ الْيُمْنَى عَلَى رَأْسِي So he stood on the side of the Prophet ﷺ. What does that mean? He came and stood on the left side. So the Prophet ﷺ used his يَدَهُ yumna Right hand, he put it where? عَلَى رَأْسِي on my head. وَأَخَذَ بِأُذُنِ yumna And then he took hold of my right ear. Because it was closer to him. Took hold of it is different from pulling. Okay? يَفْتِلُهَا بِيَدِهِ And then he moved it with his hand. And of course, why did he do that? To move him. So he moved him to his right side. فَصَلَّى رَكَعْتَيْنِ He performed two rakar, thumma rakartain, then two rakar, thumma rakartain, then two rakar, thumma rakartain, then two rakar, thumma rakartain, thumma rakartain, two and then two, thumma awtara. Then he performed his witr. ثُمَّ اتَّجَعَ Then he lay down حَتَّى جَاءَهُ الْمُؤَذِّنِ Until the mu'addin came to him. Who is this? Possibly Bilal radiallahu anhu. فَقَامَ فَصَلَّى رَكَعْتَيْنِ خَفِيفَتَيْنِ Then he got up, and then he performed two very light rak'at. Which ones are these? For Fajr. ثُمَّ خَرَجَ فَصَلَّى الصُّبْحِ Then he went out, and he performed the subh, meaning the Fajr prayer. So this hadith Imam Bukhari mentions over here, under the chapter heading, using your hand to make a movement. Right? So is the Prophet ﷺ using his hand over here? Very clearly, his right hand, putting it on the head of Ibn Abbas, and then holding his ear, and then moving him all the way to the other side. Right? So, uh, this hadith proves that to us. Right? Anything else 
that you learn from this hadith. I have a lot to tell you, but I want to hear from you. What did you notice in this hadith? What did you observe? And what did you reflect over? Yeah, so the Prophet ﷺ moved him, and this was for the purpose of perfecting the prayer, right? So this kind of movement would be what? It would fall in which category? Which one? Mustahab or Sunnah? Good. Okay. Anything else related to from this hadith? Yes. Assalamu alaikum. Um, the very keen way in which the Sahaba Ibn Abbas um, replicated exactly what the Prophet was doing. Yes. That look at his eagerness, right? And his, uh, his genuine eagerness, right? To observe the Prophet and not just observe but also follow him, right? He's staying over in order to see what the Prophet ﷺ would do in the night. Because during the day, he observed the Prophet ﷺ. What are the habits of the Prophet ﷺ? But what does he do in the night? Now Ibn Abbas has the pass to stay over, right? In the house of the Prophet ﷺ. So he makes use of that. Right? So this teaches us a couple of things. First of all, what this teaches us is that a mumayyiz, and a mumayyiz is a person who has uh, the ability to remember and between what is right, what is not right, meaning a sensible person. And this is not restricted to a certain age. I mean, it could be even six years old, seven years old. Some people don't really become mumayyiz until much later. Right? It depends on the individual. But the point is that a mumayyiz can spend the night with a couple. Meaning he can sleep in the same room. Now, the Prophet ﷺ did not mind that his wife's nephew was sleeping in their house. In their house in the same room. Because it was a one, one hujra, right? One apartment. And the Prophet ﷺ was the most modest and shy of all people. Wasn't he? So he did not mind that Ibn Abbas is sleeping in the same room. But of course there's a condition here which is that that Mumayyus person must be related to the woman. So for example, her brother, right? Let's say they go somewhere, they get a hotel room, there is a bedroom and there is a sofa bed, for example. So the couple is sleeping on the bed and the brother is sleeping on the sofa bed in the same room. Is that okay? Is that okay? The woman's brother can, but the husband's brother, that would not be okay. Right? Unless you can put some barrier in the middle. Right? Because she needs to have her space and etc. So a mumayyiz can do that. Right? And besides, Ibn Abbas was related to both of them. He was also related to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He was his cousin. He was the son of Abbas, the uncle of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But we see over here the adab of Ibn Abbas radhiyallahu anhu. That he is sleeping on the side in the other direction. Right? And uh, we see that Ibn Abbas radhiyallahu anhu was so genuine in his eagerness to learn from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that. You know, he didn't just go over to sleep and then when he saw the Prophet ﷺ waking up, he's like, I think I'll just sleep. No. He did exactly what he saw the Prophet ﷺ doing without being told. Who told him? Let's get up and pray. Who told him? Nobody told him. But he observed the Prophet ﷺ and then he got up himself did everything that he saw the Prophet ﷺ doing without being told. 
This was his sincerity. Many times what happens with us is that we wish for such opportunities. That I wish I could witness that. I wish I could go there. And then when we are given that opportunity, we're like, oh, I think I'll just sleep. I think I'll just take it easy. Right? So he was really sincere and genuine. And we see him taking full advantage of the opportunity that he got. Other things we notice in this hadith are firstly the fact that the Prophet ﷺ was human, he was also in need of sleep. Right? Another thing we see here is that the Prophet ﷺ slept on a on a bed. Right? That wisada. Wisada is like I told you, a pillow or a cushion. Alright? So if he's sleeping on the wisada, it means that it's not just for the head. Right? It is like a soft bedding. Alright? Or even if it's a pillow, right? the Prophet ﷺ is using that. So it is not righteousness to abandon the bed completely and, and assume that if I sleep on the bare floor, then this is more righteous. Right? Or I'm not going to use a pillow because this is more righteous. No. You know, the scholars actually discussed, is it a sunnah to use a pillow? Based on this hadith, there is a discussion. Is it a sunnah to use a pillow? Because the Prophet ﷺ is using a pillow. Why is he using a pillow? Is it because of his personal choice? Or is it because it's good to use the pillow? So some said it was his personal choice. And others said that no, it's actually good to use a pillow. Alright? So, you know, sometimes what happens is that we become very hard on ourselves. We're like, you know what, I'm just going to sleep on the floor now. Alright? I'm not going to use a pillow. Well, if you're too lazy to go on the bed, that's a different story. Alright? If you're too lazy to grab a pillow, that's a different story. But if you think that this is more righteous, it's not righteous. It, it's not more righteousness to abandon. This, this is a basic need, right? To use a pillow and a bed. So the Prophet ﷺ used a bed, he used a pillow. Then we also learn that the Prophet ﷺ and his wife shared the same bed. Right? Or the same pillow. Right? And also they went to bed at the same time. Right? Unfortunately what happens is that many times because of different reasons a couple hardly ever go to bed at the same time. And while, you know, a person might say what's the big deal? This can actually lead, you know, both of them apart from each other. This can create a distance. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the husband and wife libas for each other. So we see the Prophet ﷺ sharing his bed with his wife and also going to sleep at the same time. Yes, he's waking up at a different time. That's different, but he's going to sleep at the same time. So never belittle this. And never find this too hard. That, oh, what's the big deal? You know, I want my own space and I want my own time. I'm just going to sit and watch some TV and have some ice cream while my husband is waiting in bed. No. Or the other way around. No. Both are meant to be close to each other. Then we also see over here another very important thing that the Prophet ﷺ got up and prayed when there was a guest in his house. Also the fact that he rubbed the sleep off of his face using his hands. So if you find it difficult to wake up even after waking up, you know what I'm talking about? That you are awake but you're not really awake because you're still in bed and you're thinking, should I get up, should I not get up? I think I'm very sleepy. 
You know that state? You need to get rid of that sleep. How do you get rid of that sleep? Right away, bring your hands to your face. And rub the sleep off. Rub your eyes, kind of wash your face in a way, you know, with dry hands. So do that in order to chase the sleep away. If you want to share something, feel free to raise your hand. But I will continue with the lessons if you don't share any. Also what we see is that if you happen to be in somebody's house, right, you are allowed to use something that belongs to them as long as you know that they will not be offended by it. Because you see, Ibn Abbas who did not ask the Prophet wasallam, may I use this water? He didn't ask anha. And you know the water was very precious. He didn't ask them because this was understood. Right? This was understood. So if you go to somebody's house, you go into the bathroom, and there's soap dispenser, and there's a cream dispenser, can you use the cream after you wash your hands? Or do you have to ask them? It's right there next to the soap. Right? So you can use it. But if you know that they might mind, right? Because it's their precious cream. For example, they've mentioned it to you, for, for instance, then don't use it. Right? Also, of course, we learn uh, from this that a person must stand to the right side of the imam. This is in the case of men. Right? And the fact that you can join someone in prayer, meaning if a person is praying alone, you can come and stand next to them, and then automatically they will become the imam. Not you, they will. So if you really want to hear someone's recitation, then join them in Maghrib or Shah or Fajr like this. You understand? But don't come and stand to their left side. Of course, if it's a girl and you as a woman, uh, what are you going to do? You're going to come and stand to their right side. Right? If your husband is praying, you can come and stand behind him and say, I'm joining you. You can do that. Okay? So this way they will become the imam, the person who started before. And remember, this can be done in fard and in nafl. Okay, this can be done in fard and in nafl. And of course, the reason why Imam Bukhari put this hadith over here, which is the permissibility of movement in prayer for the purpose of some good reason, then this kind of movement would be permissible or good. Uh, recommended or it would be obligatory. Here it is, from this hadith proves us that this is mustahab. Go ahead, sister. In salah, we're not allowed to talk. Alright? We're not allowed to communicate with people. Salam is different. Alright? For that we learn. But uh, we learn from the sunnah that initially the Muslims were allowed to talk during prayer. But then when it was revealed, وَقُومُوا لِلَّهِ قَانِتِينَ Right, قُومُ لِلَّهِ قَانِتِينَ Then after that they did not speak to each other anymore. The thing is that even if you were to nod, right, then what's going to happen? Another question. You understand? Another question. Another question. So it's a slippery slope. The words will come later. Okay? Inshallah we'll conclude here. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu wa la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayka. Assalamu alaykum.